Welcome to another episode of the Alecast. Of course, you know who I am, Phantom Alecar, bringing you the latest and greatest in gaming news, anime, movies, music, and no, sometimes music and TV. Uh, and today I have a very special guest and another old friend of mine and another half of the con artists, uh, recent streamer going by <laughs> the chocolate geek. <laughs> you uh, did. And, um, uh, a music fucking mogul in his own right. <laughs> Oh man! Give it up for Young Mesh, aka Young Mesh in the movement, aka <laughs> Young Mesh, Young Measy Mesh, who gets it cracking, aka the Chocolate Geek. How are you? Hey man, what an intro, man! What an I, I I didn't deserve it all, man. I greatly appreciate that intro, bro. I'm doing all right, man. How you doing? How you going? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Like I told, like I told Roxas, I'm working on what is arguably my biggest project for YouTube. Oh, we taking on uh, we taking on big projects? Yes, I am. Ooh, and it's I taking like that. it's going to take a lot of work. So, oh, um, oh, I said we serious. Ooh, oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, for, because for, for what I do, like. Uh, like streaming, which we'll get into later on. Like that was never supposed to be like my first, my go-to. It was always supposed to be secondary. And it just so happened that the way things ended up working out, it became a primary, but for too long, it was only supposed to be temporary. So, oh, this I did not know, man. Yeah. So for me, I would much rather just, um, I would basically just rather uh, create content rather than live stream most of the time. Got me. Got me. So, okay. Before we get started, let me say this because to the YouTube, to the YouTube viewership, you are going to notice that I don't have the internet up and I don't need it this time because, uh, I mean, we can get into these subjects that me and Roxas were talking about last episode, but, uh, and, and, and kind of gather, uh, meshes, uh, meshes feelings on him, but I think it's going to be around the same thing. So if it gets into that, it gets into it. If not, and not, I'm not worried about it either way. Um, at the end of the day though, you're going to notice that on YouTube. So or Spotify and Apple, you don't have to worry about that because you can't see me anyway. So, haha. So, um, <laughs> starting off because I did say you are one half of the con artist, and I want yeah, to I want to make sure I'm not missing anybody else. Like, is there another? Is there a number? Another member of the con artist that I don't know about, or uh, not, not yet. Um, we're we're trying we're trying to work through a couple things here. Um, exploring a couple of different avenues, man. And as far as like, um, well, because you know me and Roxas are like the the, the front faces. Like we're we're basically doing all the work. Um, we're we're kind of just trying to outsource and reach out to um, like a camera person and an editor. 
um, as far as you know, we we want those we want those people on the team. We have we have one person in mind who we're, we're in talk with, um, and I think I think it's I think it's going to go well. Uh, uh, it's going to benefit the con artists um, on all sides of the playing field. So we're we're just in talk right now. We're we're not um we're we're not deep into it, but we're in talk. So right now, it's just me and uh, me and Rock. So Rox has explained this to me. He explained this a little bit from his side and i kind of want to get your your point of view on it his point of view was that that he's more of like the family guy going to cons looking up um looking up rare items to sell uh and you are like the more like modern like streaming getting the con artists out there like from your point of view how do you view the con artists the con artists roles so um Rock Rockus is definitely right. And it took it took this last con that we went to to kind of get back well not get back into the rhythm. Well, okay, yes, get back into the rhythm, but uh, a new formula. So we are um we're re strategizing basically the con artist and he's right. Um Rockus is gonna do more so like family attractions, like um, and for instance, like when we went to San Diego Comic Con, he wants to do more of like the beach, museums, um, restaurants, kind of just uh, catering to those who completely have never been to San Diego. Um, basically, so you get an all around experience. Like, I'll be doing most of the con work, and uh, as far as like getting us out there, getting us on uh, on Twitch and, and and on YouTube and things like that. Um, kind of, you know, my my role is more so the meat and potatoes of of the cons, and it may switch up uh, depending on the con, because we're not just gonna do um, like uh, SDCC and and, and Kamea Con and things like that. But we're gonna branch out to like a pack South by Southwest. Uh, we're, we're just going to try to buckle down and get more cons under the belt. Now, Rox has said so about Kamea Con before we get into any other cons. So, Rox did mention that uh, y'all might be breaking a little bit from the Kamea Con. How true is it's that up, on your end? It's up in the air. And uh, the reason I say it is because they. Uh, they don't really know if if they're bringing uh, Kamea Khan back. Um, it's been let's see, this last year was uh, number four, and uh, I from from what like I heard things here and there because um, we do like Kamea Khan's and stuff we do behind the scenes, so we get a lot more info. And we we can we can access a lot more places and, and people like that. But um, I, as far as I've heard. Um, the contract with uh, Kamea Khan is, is pretty much over. So I don't know if if they're going to bring Kamea Khan back. If so, is it going to be at a different venue? So we're, we're just trying to gather and gauge, uh, basically, if it's going to be a, a, another Kamea Khan, much less where it's going to be. 
So there's one thing because like something that Roxas said about the Kamea Khan was that it was really just it just feels like it was before like of course like the the Black Frieza deal took place, right? He was wow. saying to me like it kind of felt like Dragon Ball was kind of just like dragging. Like it wasn't it wasn't like um there wasn't anywhere to move with Dragon Ball because there was nothing really going on. Like do you think that has anything to do with uh how the con is moving or or or, or uh where it sits as far as popularity? Yeah, I, I actually think it has a lot to do with uh with that. Um with it being, you know, Kamea Con, it's it's basically centered around uh Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Z T, Super, so on and so forth. Um by them not having um, by, by them not having really anything besides the movie, and I think the movie, well, the movie just came out, so it, it really wasn't, um, it really wasn't centered around Kamehameha Khan. Because, well, let's see, the first Kamehameha Khan was centered around, um, Super. So that's, that's when Super, it, it was, it was going on, you know, everything was, was the episodes were out, you know, we were, I believe we were in the Tournament of Power. Um, while the the Kamehameha Khan was going on, I don't think we finished the tournament of power while it was going on, but I know we were we were pretty much in in the tournament of power. It if, might have been I'm towards getting, the end, right? Probably towards the end. We were towards the end. Yeah, we were definitely, and that's that's when a lot of the hype around you know Super was going on. Like everybody was, was you know we were we were like back in the saddle basically. Um, and with the with the the going years. There's been a lot less uh, going on as, as far as like Dragon Ball Z and, and things like that. And then we also had that. Um, remember that that thing the the falling out with the voice actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that kind of that 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 was kind of like a stake in the heart. Um, we have voice actors that didn't want to show up because you know voice they, they were it, they were beefing basically. So it was like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to show up if this person's going to show up, this and that, so on and so forth. So that that was a heavy play, um, as far as like how things were moving in the in the command kind of world. It's still strong, um, but it's it's not how it was. It's because everything is centered around Dragon Ball Z. So if if you know, we really don't have any. Dragon Ball Z things going on, and it's like, what else do we do? You know. Wait. So wait, are the are the voice actors good now? We don't know. So, For the most part, this last Kamehameha kind, the majority of them showed up. Um, we didn't have uh, Chris, Son. Uh, wait, that's the voice of Goku, right? Sonny, yeah, uh, Son, Son Simmel. Uh-huh. Voice of Goku, I'm sorry, Chris uh, Sabbath, voice of Vegeta, Sonny Straight, uh, voice of Krillin. Um, they were not there. And those are the like the three main ones that you would expect to be there. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was because of the, you know, that beef that they had. I really don't know if if everybody's over it or not. Um, I mean, they, they, they've. They got pictures together, you know, the premiere of, of the, you know, the super movie, superhero movie. Oh, wait, um, did they, did, out. 
for that movie. Wait, 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 wait. Did they get all the original voice actors for that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Like the like the main ones. So yeah, they 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 all had you know pictures and stuff together because I I keep up. Um, so my first year at KamehameHan, um, I was a handler for uh, Mr. Sunny Straight, uh, the voice of Krillin. And um, you know he he and I we I, I I picked his brain for what that whole Saturday that I was with him, and uh, you know we exchanged Facebook and stuff, and we you know we keep in touch. Um, I, I make sure to hit him up, you know, on birthdays and things like that, and uh, you know, comment on his pictures so I see what he's, you know, what he's doing and how he's moving and stuff. Um, so I saw a, you know, a bunch of uh, pictures from the premiere, and uh, yeah, they they were all, you know, buddy buddy clicked up. I could say I'm not going to see that movie, but it's I, I guess that's a that's a plus. <laughs> that is a plus. I can't I can't do it. I can't go see that I movie. Do. I feel you. I got you. I, I had a whole fucking conversation with Roxas last week about it. Oh man, there's so much shit fucked up. And if we go on there, if we if we do that right now, I swear we'll never get off here. So um uh back to the cons. Tell me tell me this because we're gonna talk about this shit. Let's get into it. All right. So you've been going to cons for about what, five years now? Yep. Yeah, roughly five years, yeah. All right. So, you did a Facebook Live showing <laughs> last year's San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. And you moved at <laughs> little, like, like very under, like, a mile. You are, you are under a mile moving, and somehow you moved from one end to the other in three seconds. <laughs> like you, Mile, you, Michael Myers walked through that place. How in the <laughs> fuck did you do that? First and foremost, man, let me, uh, you know, shout out Michael Myers. I'm good. That's, that's my boy. <laughs> Favorite slasher of all time. All right. That's my guy. I learned a couple tricks of the trade from my boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, nah, nah. It was so. Moving through the floor is is weird because there's there are places that are really uh, uh, bunched up. It's like heavy traffic, heavy foot traffic in some areas, and in some areas they're not. So you've never been to a con. Um, it's basically uh, so two two parallel lines um, that run run basically the floor. So what I was doing. Um, like besides like navigating through, because sometimes you got to navigate through people. But I would pick and choose the areas that were, you know, the least populated. And that's kind of how I was moving through people. So like I start on one end of the floor, work my way down. If I see, you know, a bunch of people or, or like lines or anything like that, then I'll, I'll, I'll gracefully uh, slide to the other side of the floor. Especially like when the camera's rolling, because you kind of don't want to snag when the camera's rolling. Like, you don't, you don't want to be stuck and in, in trying to, you know. I mean, I do get stuck, like, once or twice, but um, it's kind of unavoidable. You just got to see it before it happens. So that's really how I was doing it. I was, I was jumping from one side to the other, but I was, like, moving straight, you know, at the, at the same time. So I wasn't, I wasn't losing, like, footing. 
if if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Have you been to Denver Pop Culture Con? I I just went this past uh this last one. Uh the, the wait, the Fan Expo? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I just this is this last one. Where it used to I be to it used to be Denver Comic Con of one point. Yeah. They switched the name on it. Yeah. So that was my first con that I ever went to. That uh, was the first one? Yeah, that was my first one. Uh, All right, I, now. I can tell you right now that a lot of the floors that you walked on in, in uh, SDCC look mm-hmm. very similar. Yeah, it's actually set up the same way. But I hear, cool. like, but I hear huh? that the main floor is bigger. Oh, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> my goodness. Like, uh, the convention center itself, uh, SDCC's convention center is like three times the size of whatever Denver was trying to do. <laughs> um, that convention center is massive. So, is it's set up the same way? Um, it's just so if 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 you were there and you walked it, and you like you got to the end of it, just put three more full walk on top of that and that's that's pretty much uh the size of sdcc floor okay yeah rox has told me that because i actually went with him uh to that one so uh, we actually we spent most of the day there but we really didn't need to um no you didn't fairly quick that like that went very very quick as far as an experience goes like when you're just going up and down the aisles, like there was probably about 20 aisles, I'd like to say, maybe 20 or 30 aisles. And you're just walking okay. up and down. And there's all kinds of shops, of course. You got the you got the main stuff going on. You got um you got uh that's just the main floor, of course. Like for anybody that's never been to a con, you also have like the separate rooms where they have like shows and uh showings from like uh things like that producers and and movie actors and game developers shit like that yep all with dedicated all with dedicated days um yes the scale that sdcc looks like compared to compared to that looks like a fucking block party (laughs) yeah man it, it, it pales in comparison to sdcc um, number one, uh, San Diego Comic Con is like the mecca. It's it's the international one, so you got people from all over the world that that come to that one. It's it's you know it it's been basically the front face of Comic Con. You you say the word Comic Con and you automatically just think oh San Diego Comic Con because that's that's the Comic Con. Um. So yeah, it, it it's just a bigger venue. Um, they have much more space, and being that it's the main one, that's like where everybody goes—celebrities, vendors. It it's basically the nerd Super Bowl. That's, that's what it is. Uh, I told Roxas because I was supposed to go this year. I got my tickets. Where? I got I got my pass and everything. The year That's I was right, originally man. supposed to go is when the pandemic hit. I have my volunteer, my volunteer shit ready. 
I had what four days of volunteering, and then yeah. the last couple of days were going to be spent in Hall H, all that shit. Because that's when like Friday is when all the all the big shit happens. Nope, this time I got hit with uh I had to get the fence fixed. And I got jury duty on the same fucking week that that was supposed to happen. Damn. So I was not going anywhere. Which kind of sucked. But at the end of the day, like as disappointed as I am that I didn't get to go this year, because there was a lot of big announcements this year at at San Diego Comic-Con. Like that whole Marvel lineup, I don't care what anybody says like about uh, about any of the shows that's out on Disney Plus or whatever, but you look at like when you look at how they how organized they are, and you look at everything that's coming out, and you look at the movies that's come out so far, like you can't help but say but sit in amazement and say they are really tying things together the way like DC could never tie anything together. Like this would have been that's really sad too. Yes, and and really sad. And this would have been the perfect year for me to go because, like, I would have streamed the fuck out of that shit. Um, I'd give a fuck if I got in trouble for it or not. Like, I would have streamed the shit out of that, out of that showcase. Um, oh, what, what, what is like when you when you get in the Hall H, there are points that you can actually, um, well, not so much stream it, but like videotape it or, or you know get the phone out and record it. They'll tell, they, they tell you when to put the phone away. And they, you put the phone away on, like, uh, when the trailers come out. Um, ba- basically, it's when the trailers come out. That's when you put your phone away. That kind of and it's is. always wise to put... It's always wise to listen because you don't want to get banned um, from that just because, you know, you wanted a video. Like, that that kind of sucks, but I get why. Like you don't want to you don't want to show everything out to the public before it's time for them to do so. Yes. Yeah. How many you yeah, talked about? I think, um, <laughs> you I talked think about, go ahead. The uh, I I think like the like we got shown uh, of course the Black Panther trailer, um, Secret Wars, or uh, Secret Invasion. Excuse me. Um, um, Black Adam. We got shown the Seahawk. We got shown, we got shown a bunch of stuff. But the the Guardians of the Galaxy three, we got shown that before. Anyway, I think it it, it didn't even come out. Uh, I want to say like maybe like three weeks until three weeks after we got back home. So we we definitely got to see that before anybody. Pretty cool. I don't even think that trailer actually came out to us. Cause that oh, it's still not out. I don't think so. I mean, I could I could check, but I think that movie's not even slated to come out till next year. Yeah, I think I think they moved it uh, moved it up a phase. It's either going to close out phase four or or open phase or, five. Yeah, open phase five. I know the Fantastic Four is like at the end of phase five or something. And yeah, then, they they moved Fantastic Four from phase four to phase five. And then the new Avengers movie, two of them in the same year, which was which is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, they 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 that's phase six. King the Conqueror, King Dynasty. Yep. But you're gonna see a lot of Kang 
in the upcoming oh. in the upcoming yeah. movie. You've already seen them in Loki if you haven't seen Loki. And they have the show's continuation the continuations of the shows. Then you have the Secret Wars, uh, uh mm-hmm. Avengers Secret Wars, which would be really interesting. You got the, the Secret well, Wars and the Secret Invasion. What was that experience like seeing that in real time though? Amazing. Amazing. Um that so here's what I tell people about um, basically the experience at San Diego Comic-Con. Whatever I tell you, you can sit up here and listen to me talk and, and tell you straight to your face, but my words will never do it enough justice. You have to be there. You have to be there. Like I can tell you everything that goes on, but it's the actual feeling that you get when you're there. It's everything going on around you. Everybody is is basically geeked out. The cosplays are top notch. There's something for everybody at San Diego Comic Con. Even if you don't even make it in the convention hall, in the convention center, like the city itself is in on it. So, you know, there's scavenger hunts, there's games and prizes, you know, at hotels and restaurants and you know, tons of celebrities that are just out and about. You know what I mean? Like you can you can see people. There there's tons of things to do. So my words alone will never do it enough justice. You have to be there. So aside from that, aside from that, what's the next con that you're working on right now? I want to go to PAX. Which one? I'm just uh PAX. Ah, which one? PAX. East or West? Because I think West is the one coming up, right? I think, oh, no, I think East is coming up. I thought East was earlier in the year. Was it? I thought so. I could very well be wrong about that. Um, I thought see. it was around, uh, I thought it was around like March or something normally. Like in the springtime, like somewhere around the springtime. And then like West comes like later in the year. I really, um, I really want to go to PAX East. Uh, well, PAX Australia is in October. Where is it? So PAX, <laughs> way over there. That's the next one. Wait, it's in Australia? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Yep. Oh, wait, 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 wait. PAX East is September 3rd. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that was 2021. My bad. Uh, no. So you're right. I think, PAX, I think PAX West is next after this one. Where is PAX East at? 2022. When is PAX East? Um, It's showing West as September 2nd, 2022. That's what it's showing. So West is the one that's coming up. Uh, it so does Friday, not... September 2nd through the 5th. Uh, yes. In Seattle. In Seattle. See, there you go. In Seattle. I was going to say, yeah, East, man. East, it, like PAX East and PAX West is basically like how they work, uh, how they work uh, uh, the, the Comic-Cons, right? Because they have Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, then they have New York Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, L.A., I believe. I think L.A. has 
has one. Uh, I think they go over to the UK as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 trying to um you know doing this con artist thing. I'm kind of branched out a lot more. Like I actually want to go to uh, TwitchCon too. I want to do that one too. I have to experience that one at least once. Um, yeah, I think the one for us just passed not too long ago, but I think there's another one coming up. But you got to go overseas for it. Yep. And I think it's in Amsterdam, if I'm not mistaken. I could very well be wrong about that, but I do want to. I do want to experience that at least once. As do I. I feel uh, like you got to now. I mean, now that we're both like, you know, streamers and, and, and stuff like that. I well, the feel Twitch, like, uh, in the Twitch like space, gotta, yeah. <laughs> Definitely in the Twitch like, space. Yeah, man. In, in, in the Twitch verse. <laughs> Twitch verse. Is there any other cons that you that you go to? What about, in the, what was it, in NDK? Or what is it? Yes, sir. We did do NDK. Yep, that what? that's in Denver as well. Wait, 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 wait. Now that isn't that towards the end of the year? I know it's it's coming up. Oh, okay, it's coming up. Um, let me let me look. Let me make sure. Because because wait. I know there it normally happens around this time, around the same time that like PAX West happens, or at least that's why it was last year, right? Yeah. And you had you you had quite quite an interesting looking looking journey there. I could say that uh, for what little that we did get to see, it does look a little bit interesting there. Yeah, NDK focuses mainly on anime, um, so you you have you you I so the way it's set up, you have different uh, different cons that focus on different things. NDK mainly focuses on the anime aspect of uh everything. San Diego Comic Con focuses on everything. Uh more so movies and, and, and T V shows and things like that. Um focuses more so on like video games and uh, you know, things like that. And then you have like the smaller cons and stuff like we mentioned earlier, some cons that focus on you know, Dragon Ball Z and they have one specific thing that they focus on. Well, let me ask you this: between like NDK and SDCC, which one and and Kamehacon, which one is easier to navigate through? Kamehacon. Kamehacon um, looks big. It 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 looks that way. It's big enough. It's big enough. Um, it's it's a smaller con though. It's growing. It's growing like the. Ooh no! Well, the first the first year was, Jesus. First year was still pretty big. The, the turnout was really well. It, it was really good. Um, be, I, I say that because, out of, <laughs> out of fifty six volunteers, twelve of us stayed. So. We basically had to <laughs> we had to take on the entire everything between twelve volunteers. Oh, I mean, there there was regular group. staff there, but they were like slacking, bro. That's uh, a skeleton uh, us, crew. Us, uh, huh? A skeleton crew. Uh, I'm bro. We we were exhausted. 
we were exhausted. Like the, the volunteers we fought, we 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 did the line control, um, we did the, the celebrity handlers, uh I mean you name it, we, we were on the floor. Some of us had like three or four jobs between, you know, two of us. It it, it sucked, but at the same time, we made we made that impact to where like the voice actors they they know us now, and that was that was like the real cool part about it is really, like being that it was twelve of us it was kind of shitty that it was twelve of us, but we we got to you know really focus on like the voice actors and stuff like they actually got to see us move and and and, and you know do what we do. So you know every command con they point us out they're like yo we won't see you know like every time I run into Linda Young her and her husband. It's, it's, it's mad love. It's mad love. Now that's the old voice like, of Frieza, right? The old voice of Frieza. That's that's my dog, man. The voice Lindy of Frieza. The voice she's of Ginkai. I mean, fuck, she's legendary. Mm-hmm. I love her voice. Yeah, man. Uh, like I said, Linda Young and her husband always show me love, man. Every single time. And it was because, like, you know, we we went there that first year and and busted our ass, and we were. I'm talking about dog ass times. And they, they, you know, took notice of that, man. Like, Christopher uh, Savage is one of the coolest dudes, man. I'd say, like, my first year uh, doing the Command Con, I think I was going to deliver his stuff to his booth. And uh, when I seen him, he was actually hanging hanging his stuff up. And he got off the ladder and just, like, came over there and was like, yo, how you doing, man? Like, he came over to me and shook my hand and was like, yo. How you doing? Like, tell me your story. How did you wind up in this? Like, I talked to him for a little bit. And um, the first year of my Kamehameha was actually the first year that I went to San Diego Comic-Con. And another cool thing, another cool tidbit, and I'll stop babbling. Uh, Christopher Savage actually picked me out of the line in San Diego Comic-Con. And he was like, hey, you, you, you're from Kamehameha. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, you remember who I am? What's good? And I took a picture with him and stuff. We chopped it up, man. Like one of the coolest moments, man. I'm like, yo, how does out of all the people that you see on a daily basis, like how the hell did you remember me? Oh, I mean, I always give Chris his kudos, man. One of the coolest dudes under the sun, man. So one of my last questions about this: Did you ever? Did you ever? And I mean, because I could only imagine, like. Being from being from kids watching watching the stuff that we watch like the animes like started off for some of us it was Dragon Ball series for others mm-hmm. it might have been Akira it might have been something it might have been something that that left an impact on us did you ever think that in your wildest dreams you would be a part of that scene absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not I never thought in a million years. That, you know, like you said, just growing up in the midst of all this stuff, man, you kind of just, you never see yourself there, like ever. You never see yourself in that position. And it's a lot easier to get there than, than most people think. Um, volunteering is, is the prime, the prime way to go. Well, you get, you know, behind the scenes, backstage, you get to, you know, see the voice actors, you get to hang with them. This and that, you know, there there are incentives to doing uh, volunteering. But yeah, to answer your question, never in a million years, I'd have never thought I'd be 
you know, doing some of the things that I've, I've been blessed to do. The funny part is, is because that was actually my last question. Like, do you think that volunteering would actually be like more fruitful than just going <laughs> to the con, which you've like, honestly, like that was my thing. Right. So when I did, when I signed up to volunteer for SDCC, like my thought process initially was, I just want to give back. To, Absolutely. To, to the, to the, to the entertain, the, the spot and the spot in entertainment that took me out of a lot of the fucking issues I was going through growing up, like mentally, like the space that the space, that anime and Marvel and DC and all of that, all of that video games has taken me out like it took me away from the thing from the realities that i was i was uh i was dealing with okay so what better way to what better way to integrate into that space than to give back but like the more i looked right the more you watch like because because when you're when you're going for these tickets and it's like a lottery for anybody that doesn't know it's it's a lottery essentially yeah. You are going for this stuff. Like there are some people that just do egregious shit just to get to get to San Diego Comic-Con alone, let alone once they get there and they do more egregious shit just to get the things that they want to get their hands on. And that's all well and good, except where, what is actually fruitful about that to just meet somebody for like five seconds when you can work with them and creating a different experience. Well said. Very well said. You're right. The the experience is the experience is a whole lot different um, from um, going to these conventions rather than volunteering. It, it it's it's man the the payoff is is just way more uh, satisfying. I mean, granted you're you're working, but you know the, the the incentives, the pros of the incentives outweigh the cons of just like just going and being there. Like getting a free ride. Like if you volunteer, yeah. you get a free ride. You don't even have to worry yeah, yeah, about first and foremost. You don't even have to worry about getting tickets. Like really? You don't have to yeah, worry about you, buying anything. Like maybe your hotel room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but see, like now nowadays, like especially at command con. These last two times that we've gone, we, we didn't really even have to get the hotel room. Really? Even at San Diego? No, San Diego we did. Um that's that's because we we go to San Diego Comic Con. We don't really um we we go there to enjoy the con. Command Con, we already know that, you know, we're working. Um but the benefit of, of working it is it's just so much so much better. Like I don't even mind working it. Like it doesn't even feel like work. You know, I'm the last last couple times that I've gone to Command Con, like they they give me the headset. You know, we got you know access to everything, bro. We're, we're behind the scenes. We're backstage. We're we're you know popping it up with the voice actors. We we are anything that the, the voice actors need. We're there. They, they go to us first. You know. We we get merch first. It's it, it's just wonderful, man. I love volunteering. I love it. One more question on this on this con thing before we move on. 
because I I was sent. It was the uh, not this last Khan, but the last year's Khan. I got to see a little bit of what y'all do as con artists, like as far as like interviewing people, um, like the different folks that create uh, different merchandise, and some of them look like they 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 put in quite a bit of effort to create the things to create. Like one of the things that you showed me or that Roxas showed me was, uh, was a dragon ball. Somebody that actually made dragon balls. My man, Kirby. Yes, sir. Which I thought was pretty, pretty, pretty dope. But what I was focusing on, because all that is well and good, because you can get that from any con, right? I was focusing on y'all. How did okay. you feel? Because I, I noticed like back then, I want to do a comparison from back then, two years ago to now back then, how comfortable did you feel back then interviewing anybody at a con versus now? Uh, back then I was nervous as hell. I'm, uh, I, I was super nervous. I, I've never, interviewed people um i didn't i didn't have my questions uh ready to go i had a couple of them but like i I didn't want to i think i was just too into my head like i didn't want to i didn't want to ask like a dumbass question Uh, you know i think i was just overthinking it really this made me really nervous Uh, i mean you know me i'm not really one to be nervous in that aspect like i'm i'm pretty outgoing like i'll talk to people it's it's, it's not like you know pulling teeth like i'll talk to you i got you but when you when you kind of get into that mode and like the cameras come on it's just like shit. i don't want to mess up i don't want to trip over my words i don't want to <laughs> say something stupid I something as simple as like i don't want my voice to crack on <laughs> On freaking uh, on camera, <laughs> but it's it, 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 like I'm telling you, like I was overthinking everything. But you know, you, you watch my streams now, like it's a natural thing. My voice still cracks. It, it, it's stupid. I hate it. I I call, I call it out every time. Like I, I, I joke on myself. I'll be like, "What am I twelve? You know?" Well, I when mean, it happens, but... you've come a long way though, and I'm wow. You you are segueing the fuck out of this fucking show right now because you're really good at, <laughs> you're really good at segueing us in, into into the, some of the things that that I wanted to get into with you as far as like, because not only, of course I, I announced it earlier in this, in, in, in this podcast that not only are you one half of the, uh, the con artist, which con artist actually is as a podcast as well. Still. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, that is, that is another moving piece that we are kind of, it's kind of on the back shelf right now. Um, just the um podcast half of it we don't have that set up yet like we tried we tried um but with us trying that it kind of just showed us we need to work on other things we need to get some things straight and then we can go back to it when everything's um when, when everything's more in motion how about because I know a little bit of behind the scenes shit because we've discussed it before. Like yes, me, sir. you, Roxas, we we've discussed that. Are y'all still rocking with True View 
Oh, yeah. I mean, we we always gonna rock with Flu View. Um, as far as is like podcasting with them, we'll we'll do we'll do shows with them, but they they are Fluview is its own entity, and um, you know the con artist is its own entity because that's that's one of the things that was tripping us up is because for number one, you know I I never wanted to go into this half-assed or anything. Especially when I'm on camera, you know, when the cameras come on, like you, you got to have your shit together. Um, you know, we we would we would probably we would pick a day to meet up, but you know, nobody would have you know the show notes or anything to go off of. The rhythm was off. You know, it it was just it was chill. like I, I used to write stuff down like topics and things to talk about. I, I we made a group for it. You know, hey, what what kind of topics are we going to talk about today? Um, it was just kind of like blind firing every time. Like we we could not fire on all cylinders. We get like one or two going, two would break down. We we try to run and fix the other two, and then the other first two would break. It, it was just we'll call it fade to fade. It was a clusterfuck. It was a cluster. Nice idea, but it was a clusterfuck. But you had to take a step back. At the end, we of the had day. to take a step back. Yep, and reevaluate some things. Um, which kind of stopped productive on that. I mean, it, it it was like at one point, everybody was going through their own little thing. It was like like in, like in an anime. Everybody was going through their own arc. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was going through shit. So we just did not... We would talk about it, but we didn't reconnect. You know, we'd be like, hey, are we recording today? And, you know, being that all the equipment was at my house and stuff like that, I'm, I, I was just like, we're just wasting time here. Nobody has anything together. The material is going to be shitty, and I'm not going to put out shitty projects. I'm not going to be laughed at. You know what I mean? Just utterly laughed at. I want to have my shit together. So All right. It, so truth, it, be, it just, truth be told, I mean, that's inevitable. Like, with what we do, like that right there is just purely inevitable. There's always going to be somebody that laughs. There's always going to be somebody that, that, that disagrees with something yes. that you have to say. Yes. There's always going to be some, like, it's inescapable to do that. Like, I guess for me, like, it's better for me to make the mistakes and then correct them on the journey rather than, and yeah, taking a step back is cool, but taking too much of a step back for me, this is just me personally, right? Like, if I take a step back, like, it's hard for me to get back into the rhythm. Uh, right, because you're, you're, you're off, you're just not even thinking about it. You're, you're done in your mind. Yeah, so, like, my thing, like, when you say, uh, I'm not going to be laughed at. You're going to get laughed at somewhere, somewhere, somehow. <laughs> Somebody's going to find a way to laugh at you. They're going to find a way to laugh at me. It, it's just inescapable. So like, yeah. it, it just comes with the, it, it just comes with the terror. Comes with the territory. So, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. But it, it like, it was, it, it think things just were not clicking. We, we just, we didn't have it. We didn't have it. It would have been a short-lived show, <laughs> very short. And you know, with, with all the the mishaps and you know the the misconnections on everything, that just led me to do my own damn thing, which is you know streaming. And I'm enjoying myself. It, it was just kind of like, you know, this streaming thing. It solely falls on me. So if I don't move, the stream don't move. I'm I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. 
Now, as far as streaming goes, because like I said, you've come a long way, right? Um, and you're moving pretty fast, just like I thought you would. I thought you would move pretty fast because you just have one of those personalities. Like, I have the personality of a fucking thumbtack, and that's on a good day. <laughs> no, you don't. On, on a bad day, I have the personality of a Lego hidden in a carpet. Like you just don't know which one you're going to fucking get on which day live streaming because, like, live streaming is a lot more difficult than people think it to be. Like, it looks easy. It looks like it's fun because you get to play video games and shit like that. But you actually have to fucking create something. You have to create something of value. And that's something, like, like for me personally, I want to take a step back from live streaming. Like, I want to do it how I wanted to do it before, where it wasn't supposed okay. to be. It wasn't supposed to be primary. It's secondary, always secondary for me. For some yeah. of y'all, though, it's easy for you all to make it your primary. So as far yeah. as as far as your journey goes into streaming right now, like as far as you you're saying that you're enjoying yourself, like what is it that you find enjoyable about starting streaming? Jesus, my mind just went blank on that one. <laughs> Man, you might as well. I might as well have been in a job interview and you said, so tell me about yourself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's, it's, nah, it's I, curious, though, like, because every streamer has, like, a different, um, has a different experience. Yes. No, I, I, I enjoy, bro, I, the whole... The thing itself, the thing in itself um, as a whole, like I, I like, number one, I like to play video games. Number two, I, I, I like to talk. Sometimes I don't shut up. You know what I mean? I like meeting people. I like, I like spreading that good vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've, had, I've had a couple people come on my stream and just like, yo, I, I just want to sit and, and chill in here, bro. Like I, I just like your vibe. You know, I you know I'm, ever since you know me, you know I'm, I'm I like to I like to have a good time. I like to keep people laughing. I like to talk about current events. I like to pick people's brains. You know, and it it just it's 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 flowing now. Like when I first started streaming, it was like Jesus Lord, what do I even do? Um, and I'm 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 so glad that I talked to you before anything. Like you you kind of gave me. You kind of gave me the starter tool belt, and um, I will never forget the the thing you told me. You said, "Do whatever you can to stay away from dead air." And I, I all broke every time I stream. I think about that, you know. So I, I'll be I'll be in the stream. I don't care if it's, it's, it's one viewer, zero viewers, seventy three viewers. I talk to my damn self. Okay, I mean, I'll talk to you about the game. I'll, I'll, you know, bring up current events. I'll bring up, you know, I'll, I'll just be in a stream like, yo, did y'all, y'all PC Hulk? If nobody answers, I'll, I'll keep talking. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't like the episode, but you know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. It, it, it's, it's been a wonderful journey thus far. I'm enjoying it. You know, the funny part about that is, it's like, I remember saying that to you, and that was more so in the podcast format, right? It was on the pot. Yes, it, it was, was on, on the, the podcast, podcast format. format because like yes. dead air is such like I hate like the, there's a couple of episodes, especially like um. So like if I don't have anybody that's experienced in podcasting in some way, shape, or form, or 
it's not like in front of the camera like that, like because I'm still novice at it, you know, and in 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 certain aspects. Um, mm-hmm. But if you have somebody that really hasn't stepped in front of the camera or haven't or hasn't uh, put their voice on the mic, and like, and it's understandable because like that can be embarrassing. Like you are putting yourself out there for like however many people to view. If you get people like that, it's really difficult for them to understand like, hey, I need you to keep talking. I need you to keep talking. I need you to keep talking yeah. because that little bit of dead air and sometimes dead air is OK. It just depends on like how far you've come. But if you haven't come yeah. that far and you're still trying to build like dead air feels like a knife going through your freaking insides, <laughs> because at the end of the day, you need to stay interesting. And if you are not yeah. interesting. People are not going to stay like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? They're going to sit there like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, uh, being informed is also another part of that though. That's uh, a huge it's, part. I, I, it's something that I've, I am still learning to this day. Um, but I it, like dead air and being informed, it goes hand in hand. Uh, if I'm not informed about something, then I'm ultimately going to have more dead air than anything else. Um, whereas, whereas like live streaming is like, it's easy for me to understand that in a podcast setting, right? In a live right. stream setting though, I still struggle with that. Like I struggle hardcore with that because, um, in a live stream, it's almost like, it's almost like a concert in a sense. Your job, never thought about it like that. Your job is to command the room, like how rappers yeah. do. Like you get on, you get on stage. You're supposed to command the fucking audience. Like you are, yeah. you're telling them, jump. Like back in the day, like they used to wave your hands in the air, shit like that. Um, yeah. Like you have a, like fans will recite your lyrics like crazy. That is the same thing with streaming. Like you are supposed to command the room command yeah. command what happens uh that is something that i personally i have struggled with that because uh i personally like i don't care about like current events all that much like when it comes to like politics and shit like that um yeah and really like the people that come into my room don't seem to give a fuck about that either um they just come in and they watch video games and uh, and, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that I, I say that, uh, but if I were to do like a just chatting on something, uh, I were to look up information maybe on gaming and shit, uh, mm-hmm. take people a lot. Like I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm talking to you right now, but as I'm talking, I'm outlining this shit in my head. Like if I were to do something of along those lines of going and looking for the information and going over it with the audience and shit like that, and then taking that information and using it for future endeavors, like that would be something but that would, that's definitely going to take a lot of time to, to grasp an audience for, um, okay. knowing what your brand is about is the most difficult fucking part, especially about streaming. It's easy. It's really easy. You know what the funny thing is? It's really easy to figure that out if you're not live streaming. But if you are, if you are live streaming, it's so easy to forget that. For me, for me, it's really easy to forget that. Like I'm about gaming. Yeah, like it's like I'm about gaming, anime, movies, 
uh, and and TV shows and sometimes music, right? I say that shit all the time. But if I get in the live stream, I forget all that shit. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's because I'm playing, like, Dark Souls or something. Or maybe, like, I try to bring up a, 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 a I try to bring up a subject, I try to bring up subject matter. And uh, at the end of the day, it, it just falls flat because nobody else seems interested. Like, it's powering through that that I struggle with in live streaming. Okay. So the fact that you are just starting, right? The fact that you're just starting and you have these concepts already, like that shows a lot. Like, in fact, it's thank like, you. Well, and, and that's why I said to you before, like you are going to surpass me like way quicker because you got to where you got to probably what, like in a month, maybe if that. Uh, you talking about a affiliate? Affiliate, followers, all that. Yeah, yeah. It was um, it 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 was about a month and a half. I was gonna say, the, it, um, like I, I kind of like the way the way I did it. Uh, I had like follow groups and stuff, and I would just like talk to people and you know things like that. Um, that that's how the followers came along, but like the the affiliate that was that gosh that was difficult. That was difficult, and I, I kind of. I kind of learned the algorithm of how they were they were keeping track of your numbers to get the affiliate status, and I don't know. I mean, if you if you want to call that like cheating, you can because no, you, I mean, you I, have I, to know that stuff. Like I'm still I'm still struggling to figure that shit out. Like <laughs> I'm trash <laughs> at figuring out that algorithm <laughs> shit, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, I'm trash at it. I don't. I don't know. I guess it took a couple of those those setbacks, man. Like you, like one day, and it, it's like I'm. I'm pretty sure, like beginning streamers, we all do this. It's like we're constantly checking the boards. Like, yo, what's my numbers today? What's my numbers today? Like after every stream. So, like it. It took a couple of uh. It took a couple of setbacks. Like one day, my joint would be like I, I think I was at like a two point seven. You're supposed to get the three, uh, was it three viewers? Yes, three, three, three concurrent viewers. Three concurrent viewers. I was at a two seven uh on one stream, and then the other stream I dropped to like a one four. And I was like, yo, what the hell happened? So that, so, so that's that what started is, me paying attention. Yeah, and that's crazy, right? Because I want to add to that too. You're talking about looking across the board. You're also yeah. looking at how many viewers you got too. Yes. And it is so nerve wracking. It, it really is. It really <laughs> is. It really is. It, it that's that's what it, you you have to persevere because there's some days where you'll have people you'll have you you'll you'll look on the thing and it'll say like five people, and that number will start dwindling. Mm-hmm. And you know you you kind of have to you kind of have to stay well not kind of you do have to stay in that game mode. Where no matter what, like like I said earlier, I don't care if if I have one person, zero people in the room, like I'm still going to talk and I'm still going to act like I I got all eyes on me. Like I got a hundred thousand people in in, in my stream. I'm going to act like I have all eyes on me, no matter how many people that you have to persevere in that aspect. Don't get discouraged. People come, people go, you know. The, the pe- people will come back. You know what I mean? It, it'll happen. 
We just got to stay with it. You got to stay with it. So, how if you so how many people if you were to preach this message right? How many people do you expect to get that message? How many people do I expect to get it? Yes. If, if man, if I could, I, I wanted I want to broadcast that to like all like the the new streamers out there and the the one the ones especially the ones who um who are really trying to hit affiliate because you you I, like I see these messages every day, every single day. I see like I'm I'm so close to affiliate. I just need, you know, I need to get my viewership up, and it's it it always catches people on the viewership, always. You know, it, it, it's just like you know I'm so close, I'm so close, I'm so close. They'll have three out of the four things, and then the fourth thing it, it's it's the viewership. Isn't isn't that crazy so, that the gimmick is the viewership? It's always the viewership. It's always the viewership, well, let man. Me, let me tell you, it's something. never anything else. Uh, let me tell you something, man. I didn't realize, like, it's crazy, right? Because it took me two months to get to affiliate. I didn't okay. Realize, it was I pretty short, too. I didn't realize how fruitless it was until I hit it. <laughs> you you da- you know what? you damn right. you damn right. So... Before, I thought I was, like, you know, looking at affiliate, I'm like, oh, shit, when I hit affiliate, I'm going to be in the money, boy. That's, I'm going to be in the money. That's what I thought, too. And let me tell you, it is so fucking fruitless. Like that's when that's that's when I started. Like I said, fuck these damn metrics, because the metrics to partner, I've got two out of the three already. But you need. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the 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 last one you need is the viewership, right? It's seventy five concurrent. Seventy five viewers, boy. You know how hard it is, and the more like. A lot of, a lot of, uh, so I don't agree with everything that, uh, longtime streamers have already gone through, like big streamers say, but there are a few things that I do take, uh, take to heart. One of them is, uh, I can no longer afford to worry about viewership, worry about the follows. If you follow mm-hmm. me through the journey, like I'm just trying to, I know what, I know what I am attempting to do as a streamer. Fuck fuck streamer as just as a content creator like there you go the shit that i'm talking about is escapism uh i am providing i'm trying to provide as much information and as accurate information as i possibly can uh without without the the fucking politics and the shit where people feel like certain aspects of like anime or video games or movies just look a certain way and it goes against the public and all this. Like, I don't care about that because like, I know a lot of people who play and watch shit. Don't give a fuck about that. They're just there to have a good ass time. Anybody that's just like that. Right. Uh, Of course you're not, you're not going to escape the fact that there's going to be people that go into too much depth and overthink everything and just try and ruin something for everybody, right? It's just inevitable. It's it's inevitable for that to happen. But I know what my brand is about. I'm not here for that shit. I am here for the information that I can possibly give, maybe diving a little bit into like the business aspects of some certain things, um, talking about what could possibly happen. But other than that, like, I don't care about, like, the politics of it, right? And so because I know that um, my brand 
and what my brand is important because uh, because whoever decides to follow me needs to understand that uh they they need yeah. to understand how important that is like not like important as in like it's it's life or death but it's it's important it's important enough that if i'm telling you something you can go by my word on that um, yeah, I mean, in the aspect, it's it's important to you know it, it because it's what you're about. And the second thing is is that, or I'm multi-streaming on every platform. I don't give a fuck about Twitch rules. I can't say this shit on Twitch though. Got you. And with with everything that they have, with everything that Twitch has going on right now, like they quote unquote allow partners and hopefully affiliates soon, but it really doesn't matter to stream on different platforms now, but you can't multi-stream on like YouTube or Facebook, for instance, you can only multi-stream on TikTok. So basically their rule is if, if you look at their rules, it says you are not allowed to stream on any other platform, right? That really hasn't changed. Right. But it's just like, I've heard countless times of, of like big content creators that'll say you should be on multiple platforms. You should want to grow your, your, your brand on multiple different platforms because why be stuck to one? So when I look at affiliate and I look at all the work because I was going through like groups and stuff myself, I had some good people behind me helping me to get those, get those views up and everything. Um, my following, was from some of those good people. Others just genuinely just wanted to watch some of the games and get my input on some of that stuff. Um, yes, sir. When I look back on that and I look at getting to affiliate, how excited I was at first. And then just knowing the truth that like getting your first sub in itself is the most difficult fucking task in the world. Why the fuck are you worried about it? Why right. am I worried about getting subs for one fucking platform where if I can grow my brand, I could be there's too many fucking avenues to get money off of shit. And that's great to make money, but I need to focus on the content and what what I stand on. I don't want to be locked down because of financial gain. And yes. That's, that's the fucking trap. It's the financial gain. When you're trying for your first subscriptions, right? You're trying to get those follows up so that you can get more subscriptions. You're trying mm -hmm. to put in those ads so that you get the ad revenue. Uh, and now because the ad revenue is raised for everybody. I think it's what, like six cents now? <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be like half. So it's probably about six cents per. I, I don't I don't know how that fucking works. All I know is that the gimmick is crazy. And the more that I, that I stream on this platform, the more I'm just like, yeah, it's great. It's probably better than Facebook because, you know, I get to actually create shit. I don't have to worry about them shutting my shit off. Like in the middle of a stream, I don't have to worry about any of that. But the payoff is, is that there's, they're, they're just looking to use you for as much as you for as much as you're worth and if you can't pull off a sub if you can't pull off uh if you can't pull off the viewership like you're virtually worthless mm -hmm. and discoverability on twitch in itself is difficult so it, and I, I i will agree with you on that because um streaming in itself bro has become very very oversaturated 
That's because, it's, that's because everybody man. thinks they can do it. Yeah. And it's not pot. And the truth of the matter is, and I'm, I don't mean to kill anybody's fucking dreams. It's not possible for everybody to do this. And it, it's, it's no, made you put it, in a lot. What is it? I said, there's, there, there's a lot that, that, that goes into this. Um, and, and from, and I, I can say this because like, I haven't even been streaming that long. So seeing it from the, from the outside aspect, like when I used to watch you, I used to be like, damn, you know, I, 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 man, look, like, look at this. This, this looks pretty cool, man. Like, you know, it, this, it looks, it looks so easy. Like you just sit in front of the camera and you play video games and you talk to people and this and like, it, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Like actually doing it now, I see what goes into these things. And, uh, yeah, you, you, the, it, it's not only sitting in front of the camera and, and you know playing the game, talking to people. It's consistency. You, you to a certain extent, you have to be consistent. You know how you know, hard it, it is to fucking sit in front of a camera for umpteen hours, depending on who you are, and entertain yeah. people for that fucking long on live stream. It's oh man, and some of these streams, like. I mean, I'm I'm just getting into that ring where I can, I can I can stream for four hours. The longest I've ever streamed is four hours. No, six hours. The longest I've ever streamed is six hours, and that was my third, my third, fourth, my fourth stream. Yeah, fourth stream was six hours, and that was purely on uh, the fact that you know it was very late at night, um, and I was talking to these people from the UK. And then they jumped in my game and we all played and we talked and I kind of just lost track of time. And I you know, looked down at the time, like, oh, yeah, this, I got to go to sleep, you know? So, I mean, there, there's just so many aspects that actually go into streaming. It's not just sitting in front of the camera. <laughs> it's not. It's also not just the equipment that you get. Like, you are the no. one working the equipment. And you have to be the one in the commander's yes, seat. So. It's very hard to sit in the fucking commander seat, especially for more than fucking three hours. I mean, too, yeah. it's very difficult. That is why, like, uh, pre-made content is so much easier to do. Like, that's something that I want to put all of my focus into. Because at the end of the day, like, the live streams are great. And I love the people that I've met. And it's, it's cool. Like, I wish there were more people on Facebook that came over. Cause I had a grip of fucking people on there, okay. but it was hard to get them to transfer over to somewhere that they might not like, or they probably didn't even care anyway. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those deals where it's just like, we fall, we kind of fall into the, we, we, we really fall for the trap of, well, the incentive is is if you hit affiliate, then you're going yeah, to that, be that's because it. it's you're gonna make money. Not really, yeah. There, there's not really. I I don't I don't see people coming out and saying that you know, basically talking how we're talking. I don't I don't see any like the the top dogs or the big dogs you know telling these you know small time streamers like hey, it's 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 a long road. Like you're not you're not gonna be. 
you know, making ducats and dollars, you know, as soon as you hit affiliate, like, you know, um, there's, there's, huh? do you know how many people make minimum wage on Twitch? A lot more than fucking somebody who, who is like big on Twitch, making millions of dollars. And those people mm-hmm. are moving over to fucking YouTube by the fucking buttloads. And it sounds great, but a lot of the moves that Twitch is making is just making me think like, is this the place right now? So I'm kind of getting my ducks in order. I, I gotta, I gotta dive more into that aspect. Um, cause like, I, you know, like I stated before, like I'm really just having fun with this. Like when I, when the race to affiliate was happening, I was like, you know, so in tune because I thought that was going to be the payoff. I thought getting affiliate was going to be, oh shit, I'm in the money. No, no, no. Um, it's when I saw the the partner breakdown, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, that that's that's damn near impossible for me." So, I mean, after that, I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna have fun with it. I'm I'm not gonna think about numbers or you know this and that. I'm just going to have fun with it." How long has it been since you checked your metrics? Mm, I would say a couple weeks couple weeks i remember like on the race to affiliate i was checking that that mother scooter like every time i streamed if not every other day like did something improve did, did, did something something go through or now i'm not even worried about it i still you know what i still do i still look at viewer count do you yeah it's hard for me not to i, I think in order for me to do that i would have to stop streaming for a certain amount of time and then get back on you know, no, no, no I, I was thinking of something else. I look at my viewer count too. I definitely look at that. Like I'll, um, I'll go to my like my Twitch page and stuff, and and you know see how many people viewed it and stuff like that. Like I'll I'll go as far as doing that. Like I, I kind of like to see, you know, whether I'm improving or lacking in that aspect. Because you know I I watch I watch my streams like how how football players watch their you know their video like the next day so they can see like the mistakes or you know see what advantages they have i do that with my streams like i'll watch my streams and see if i you know strengths weaknesses you know i should have did this here or i i i should have you know dialed it back like i i'm i'm kind of not a perfectionist but i'm i am that way when it comes to that like i just i just i don't want to be out here looking stupid on camera you know, so I'll, I'll go as far as watching. Are you myself. sure you're not taking this serious? Because there's a lot of people like that. Like anybody that did it for fun would never do that. Um, in fact, like I've heard it said that it's very rare that people go back and look at their their footage and see what they hmm. did wrong. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'm just one that just don't doesn't really like to look stupid on camera. Like, fuck, you might actually you might actually be a big influencer, and we don't know it. I hate that word. <laughs> but but you can't escape it. You I can't escape it. You cannot escape that shit. Because nope. if you let's say let's say you accrued a thousand viewers and it was concurrent, right? They're gonna mm-hmm. follow every fucking thing that you say. 
So in, in that sense, you are influencing them in their lives. You are virtually in a sense, like controlling their movements. Yeah. Um, I, so that there's, there's this one thing that this one little quote on, uh, on Facebook and it kind of, it kind of stuck with me. Um, it was very simple. It, it said, you, <laughs> it said, don't worry somewhere. You are someone's favorite streamer. And I was like, huh, that's pretty cool to think about. So I, I, I kind of always keep that in the back of my mind, man. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, man. Like ever since I read that quote, I'm like, that is pretty cool. Honestly, I mean, you, you, you never, you never know. You never know. I want to play a game with you real quick. Okay. Without telling me everything that you have planned. Tell me one goal that you hope to reach in the streaming space. What shall I reveal? Um, so I, you know what? I, I can't, I can't say it. I can't say it because people steal ideas. So I, I won't say that. I'll talk to you about that. You, you and I will sit down and talk. Um, well, one, one thing, one thing that has always, it is, it, it never fails. It never freaking fails. I go to these conventions and, um, it's, it's like the way, you know, the way I dress and stuff like that. What the hell was that? You know, you, you know how I am and how I carry myself. And these, you know, I go to these conventions and stuff, and like I said, it never fails. There's always somebody that says, "You really don't look like you would be interested in this life. The the way you look, the way you carry yourself, this, you know, how you dress, how you, you, you don't really look like you you'd be interested in this. That like what? A, that is a very elitist statement, but continue. I mean, I, well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm trying not to. <laughs> no, that to, that's straight elitist. Like, like if you if. Like, cause yeah, I get why you're offended, but you need to understand that that that's a very fucking elitist. That's <laughs> well, a I mean, very that's, elitist that's, statement. That's how I get approached. <laughs> that's how I get approached. I mean, like, you can call it like profiling or whatever. You know, it, it's just it's how I get approached. Like, I don't I don't take offense to it. You know, it's kind of how it is. How it is, you know. But it's and not see now. I don't even remember where I was going. With it. Oh, now I do. I kind of want, I just want to get it to a point. I know there's still people, when I go to these conventions, there are still people that still live within this shell. They're still like standoffish. And I mean, it, it's not as prominent as it used to be because, you know, people used to get beat up for wearing anime shirts and, you know, stuff like that. We we grew up in that era. Um, it, it's more so out in the open now, but there's still that line that, people just don't like to let people live um and you know you go to these conventions and you know, I've, I've talked to numerous numerous people that you know just they they just want to be comfortable in the spaces they're in and i want to make that for them not necessarily make it for them but you know just kind of maybe be a template or something 
you know, just 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 rock out how you rock out. Don't so don't you, worry about you know what people have to say. So Somebody is comfort. always going to talk about you. You might as well give them something to talk about. So providing well, comfort, in, in in other words, pretty much, pretty much. That's pretty fucking elitist. What what you hear there? That's very the only reason why I can say that is because I used to say that same shit and dress the same way as those same fucking people that I would say that same shit to. That's the yeah. crazy part about it. So like when I'm <laughs> now I can spot the shit from a mile away and be like, all right, man, like y'all are going too you, far you with this shit. Like yeah, all yeah right. you, you can see it. You're going too far with the with the with the statements, man. Like just let people enjoy what they enjoy. Exactly. And that's that's really it's really the thing I want to get across. I just want people to be comfortable how you are. Like I it, it doesn't matter what you enjoy. Enjoy it to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? No, no matter what. Laugh at me, okay. That's cool. That's fine. I like it. You don't. You don't have to. But you know, just stay back and watch me do my thing. Chill. I just, I just want people to always, you know, live their truth, follow their heart, and just basically be yourself. If you like. If you like Dragon Ball Z and you want to go outside and dance on the corner and you go cool outfit, do it. Whatever. Okay. God, there's so many forms of elitism that you pointed out so much because like, <laughs> I can tell you right now, like to me, like, and I don't know if this is everybody, but for me personally, if you only watch Dragon Ball Z, you didn't know of any other anime. You weren't an anime fan back then. I feel that. That's just how I was. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. I guess, like, it's a bad, you know, and it's a really bad approach to be elitist when you can just introduce people into the house and be like, hey, this is the couch. This is the, this is the kitchen. This is the living room. This is that, that, that. Let me show you more than just the outside of the house. Like, let yeah. Me walk you through this fucking house. Like, come on. Come on in. Just don't fucking, don't fucking put your feet on any of the furniture. And that's a mistake that all of us make because that that is a mistake that all of us make. And what I mean by don't put your feet on the fucking furniture is because now we have so many ways that we can reach out to these fucking, uh, to, to game developers. We have, we have ways that we can reach out to animators, voice actors and actresses, all that, all that good jazz and putting your feet on the furniture is essentially basically crying about every single fucking thing that you see wrong with an anime that and and that's only you that's not everybody else that's just you like maybe a small group of people feel that way but not everybody feels that way so like that's to me it's like putting your feet on the furniture like you don't always need to have a fucking opinion about every single thing that happens in an anime or a video game or a movie or anything like that um there's always going to be people that honestly disagree like the, like i said earlier it's inescapable but man there's ways to go about it i say one of the worst things that i've ever seen in the last decade it's the bit the that we are so free to communicate with all these devs and all these animators and voice actors and actresses actors and actresses that we are so free to just say what the fuck we want to them without fucking consequence and it's okay to do so and so, right. like, death threats happen, like, that's putting your feet on the fucking furniture. That's that's what it's the social media and everything has, has, has everything, you know, fucked up in a sense, because the social media just gives everybody a platform for their opinion, no matter what. 
everybody and everybody has an opinion <laughs> no matter what everybody has an opinion it just gives the people a platform to plaster their opinion good bad or ugly well, the bad part about it is, is that most of the people that's putting their feet on the furniture aren't really doing anything in this fucking space like they just right they just find a reason to complain about it rather than just do something about it like there's so mm -hmm. many ways like i want eventually like eventually i want to be able to talk to devs on here and shit and like get their opinions on stuff and 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 like get behind the scenes of like twitch and stuff i don't even remember how the fuck we got here but anyway um oh i remember how we got here never mind but uh i want to be able to get their insight so that like i can so that it can be conveyed to the world like whether or not like it sounds true or not like you could decipher that for yourself but at the end of the day like at least you're hearing it from their mouth and i'm getting to actually discuss the stuff rather than just say what i will say what the fuck i want to on like twitter because twitter is not a real fucking place anyway so you know it's just yeah. shit like that uh but a lot of the stuff that you're talking about that's a pretty good message to spread but i don't think and i think you can make it fun but you sound like you take it more serious than you you are having fun with it like like maybe just like you're having fun with it but it sounds like you're actually still trying to get somewhere with it uh with that messaging so and that that's where i told you you and i would talk like I, i'm not gonna yeah i don't, I don't want to divulge my my ideas and out completely um i mean people are, people are tagging me and steal your shit well, that, and you know, well that was i'm, the, I'm good on that was the point of that game though is just to get a little bit not everything that you have out because i'm not fucking here to pry about that shit fuck that uh, yeah, you can well, do... so the, what what you said about you know you eventually want to um you know get get devs on your on your stream or on your show and stuff. I I would like something similar. We'll we'll just we'll keep it at that. We'll keep it at that. And to be honest, like we're not the only ones with that idea. Like there's a lot of people that that do it. Maybe they do it in salacious ways. Maybe they maybe they're just genuinely kicking it with. With these people but yeah. i actually want to sit down and have more in-depth discussions because like i me personally like i don't know about everybody else i could say i get tired of watching like shit like e3 and like seeing like these people just get on these panels and talk like oh my god these were the this was the greatest showing ever and it was just like mm. what the fuck show were you watching because that's not the show that i saw uh, I, uh, see, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly because I cannot, for the life of me, stand when these fools, when they're watching, you know, saying the same damn E3 and, you know, we're getting showed nothing but these indie games and they're just like, oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that either. Like, really, nobody has a, a bad opinion about a game. Like, I want somebody to sit up on a panel and be like, yo, this looks trash. I would lie. love that this shit. Game looks it does not look like my type of game. I would love to see somebody sit in a panel and just fucking wild out. I would right. love it. I would love it. Like you just get everybody else on the panel. Like, oh, these games were great. Oh yeah, I especially love this one by PlayStation. Or this one by Xbox. The one just say, yo, this whole fucking show was garbage. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I would love somebody to just get on and do. What was the football player's name that got in the, the interview? And was like he didn't want to answer any questions. Do you remember that shit? He used to play for the Seahawks. 
Uh, uh, God dang it. Um, he had dreads, right? Yes. Oh, God. Oh, this is me. Whatever his name is, I just want to see somebody wild out just like that. I want to see that. I, I would love that. That would make my fucking day. To just see somebody just get real on these fucking panels and then bring people like Jeff Keeley into the room. But yeah, I'm off the fucking tangent. I'm off on a fucking tangent. Anyway, back to streaming, man, because we fuck. Um, uh, so I could say that from my end, because we, we were talking about like affiliate and shit like that. Um, we were talking about the metrics gimmicks of the metrics if you had to throw your no 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 i'm not gonna ask that fuck that i'm gonna say this i personally would like to be on every platform not just one yeah yeah i i would like to be uh you know multi uh i I have multi-uses i would like to show off you know on different platforms because you know, different platforms bring, you know, sometimes a different demographic. You know, there there are, there's a huge demographic out there that doesn't follow Twitch. You know, they 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 do YouTube or, you know, TikTok or, or, or whatever. It's kind of, it, it's, it's really not fair to just be subjected to one and one only. Do you have a TikTok? Especially when you're trying to get yourself out there. Do you have a TikTok? Hell no. You know, I said, the, I said the exact same thing. I'm a grown you. ass man. Let me tell you though, man. Let me tell kids. you. I'm, I'm not. I'm telling you right now. I don't do the shit that the kids do. All right. I just post my shit on there. That's it. I thought about it just doing it that way, but uh, it, it, I just I can't. I can't. Myself you, get, you, you get actually some pretty interesting people. I here's a, because this is another elitist thought process, right? And this is this is an elitist thought process with age. That with TikTok, right? And somebody said that Twitch doesn't really look at TikTok as a threat, but TikTok a much bigger threat than Twitch thinks. Yeah, everybody's on TikTok. But when you look at TikTok, right? I know you see like the gimmicks. I know you see like the young kids doing all this crazy shit, but at the end of the day, like that's their, that's their form of things. And there are older people that get on TikTok, and they don't follow the trends and they get on and they talk, they talk their shit. They get on some knowledge. And I found that more fulfilling to post the shit that I do here on there than to follow any of like the gimmicks that anybody else is doing. Like if you all, if you solely focus on the gimmicks of young kids and not think that, well, they're kids, they're going to do what they're, what they're going to do. Uh, I ain't mad at them. They're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to look silly and that's okay. Uh, because at right. once we look silly. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think about that. We, we look like fools. Mm-hmm. So it was very difficult for me to get into TikTok because like I had to train my mind into understanding that like I'm not these other I'm not these kids like I'm I'm 
fucking I'm, I'm far past that shit, right? At the end of the day, I use the platform for what I use it for, and I would. I know it sounds it sounds iffy, but I would suggest using that platform. Alright, I know a couple of uh, you know, a couple of our uh, streamer friends use it. So I mean, I've thought about it. I'm just, I guess it's just the the older person in me that's just like, I'm, like I said earlier, like I I hear and see TikTok, I automatically just think it's you know it's high school and you know it, it, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for everybody. It's for everybody. It's for different uses. You just yeah. You, you got to be able to open your mind to the possibility, like. In a sense, like when I listened to what you were saying back like a few minutes ago about creating comfort for like people in your streams, just be yeah. whoever it is that they are. Like in the same sense, like that contradicts the thought process of TikTok, how you think of it contradicts that very essence in itself. Okay. So like I'll let the kids be young. I let the kids be kids. I know what I'm using the platform for. I don't need to do any of these crazy dances or any of that shit. Like if I want to get on and talk life shit, then I'll get on and talk life shit too. You know, it's it's just it just depends like what you want to use it for. It's up to you. But like if you let what somebody else is doing stop you, that is no different from somebody coming up to you and saying, You don't really look like you're interested in this stuff. Well said, all right. Full circle. I like it. And that's just the streaming world anyway, man. Like, fuck, man. Like, even Twitch. Like, if you want to be real, Twitch is for everybody, too. Yes. But when you hear Twitch, what do you think? Video games. What else do you think? More video games. (laughs) See, and... That's probably because you haven't paid attention to the stuff that I have, right? Because when I hear Twitch, I hear toxicity. Oh. And it's been far from that. It's really been far from that. I've met some really good people, yeah. I've met some odd odd ones that come into my stream from here and here and there, but there's really cool people. And when I say odd, I mean like somebody genuinely tried to argue with me that I'm playing God in a video game. But that's a whole nother fucking story. Uh, what? Yeah. And I should have opened up my Discord for that conversation. I should have. And I regret what? I regret really? I regret not doing it. Okay. Because there's a there's a conversation that needs to be had there, right? Because I don't agree with that with that shit. Like if that was the case, like and we've been playing God this whole time and and before video games even came out, right? Like mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing. Like so you know, I I thought toxic when I thought when I thought Twitch, and that's because like a lot of like your big time, your big time content creators make it look that way, but that's not everybody. Right, you're right. So there's always something that when you look at a platform, there is uh, a box that the platform that we that we can hold 
that platform in before we actually experience it and never actually get to experience it because we're keeping it in that box. Right. So other than that, you're enjoying streaming. You got big plans, obviously. Did you watch, have you watched She-Hulk? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. What are your thoughts? Um, I I like it. I, I like the show. Like in, uh, I like I like where it's going so far. I I just find it entertaining. Like you don't take it serious. No, not at all. I I'm, actually, I'm finding finding this show entertaining. I actually agree with that. Like. I don't like I get I, I guess I could kind of understand why people hate it but I don't think the show was meant to be taken that serious just like I don't think Moon Knight was, even though Moon Knight is probably one of the more serious series out of the whole thing I don't think that was meant to be taken seriously this time um, yeah I don't I, I guess I don't know why people are going down as far as to to criticize it to the point where it's just like it's the worst thing in the world. It's not the best. It's not the best. But it's not the worst either. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not the worst I've seen. And like I said, I'm just I'm not taking this one as serious as like like all the other ones. I don't know. Like this this one, She Hulk is is just for, for pure entertainment purposes. And I guess, like, if I got to play devil's advocate, if I look at the other side, I could see how people might feel insulted by it based off of what they've been watching. And some of these people are comic book connoisseurs, all that good jazz. Yeah. So I could kind of understand it. But it's one of those deals where I just don't take it that serious because it's fantasy. It's escapism. Yes, sir. So I enjoy it for what it's worth. I don't take it too serious. It was nice to see, like I said, Mark uh, Mark Ruffalo. What the fuck? However the fuck you say his gosh damn name. I can't fucking think of it. You got it right. Uh, it was nice to see him again. Uh, he's actually retiring from the MCU. Oh, yes. Yes. That kind of makes me a little sad because there's so much more to the Hulk story still left to explore oh yeah that you know who could replace him um well so i'm i'm gonna test him i like i like roughly i like him i like the other hulk um the one before mark 20 to or 2008 hulk or was it i think so the, the one that fought abomination Yes, that was 2000. It was either 2006 or 7, that Hulk. Yeah, I, I like that Hulk. Oh, man, that, that's tough. That, 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 that one's a tough one. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed his presence a little more. Um, I, just, I just like that Hulk a lot. That's a tough one, man, because... Cause I like that Hulk. I struggled to enjoy like of the last two Hulks before I had a very hard time trying to enjoy those. 
Which uh, wait, which other two were there? Because I I remember was, the one that just looked, looked the the one that looked like a comic book. I remember that one. The first one I believe came out in two thousand two. If I'm not mistaken, I'm just going off the top of my head. That's yeah, that's that's the one that looked like the comic book when when he fought those uh those Hulk dogs. Yeah, and it was like very very like it was probably one of the worst <laughs> grossing Hulks. In the, yeah, in the it, box just, it just looked very cartoony. I mean, <laughs> oh god, oh god. <laughs> then yeah, right. But then like the one after that, it had like I struggled with that one too. Because after you see that one, like it's kind of like you don't really have high expectations for it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just really enjoyed that Hulk. Iron Man really fucking raised the bar for superhero movies. Iron Man was dope. I loved it. Uh, I mean, every everything. Tony Tony Stark. Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was was perfectly cast for Tony Stark. Perfect. Everybody was perfectly cast for every part. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, Robert Downey Jr. You can't, you can't argue like that was that was spot on. That was one of the best. Yeah, spot on. But I'm saying, like, do you think that elevated? Do you think that elevated like the the Hulk, the Hulk's presence? Because I think it did. <laughs> Maybe. In fact, every every Avenger actually did the Hulk service. Hmm. No, I'm gonna have to go back and look at the movie. Yeah, go back, go back and watch the first, second, and third phases. And I'm telling you, man, like it, it, it those they, I think they really did the Hulk some service. And I think what what people are, I think some of the other things besides like the woke shit that people are complaining about in this Hulk and the She-Hulk series, I think without without the uh, the presence of the other Avengers, aside from that, it's really hard to take Hulk seriously. I, I, I think it's it's because they're bitching him up. To be honest, I mean let's. Let's just cut the bullshit on that, man. Like the Hulk went from, you know, savage to smart Hulk. But it but it made sense. It made sense to do it. It did make sense. And that right there in that point, it made sense. But it seems like they're not letting go. They just they just want to keep him as a gimmick. I mean, look look at the way they did Thor. Thor is just he's a joke now. I haven't seen uh, Love and Thunder. I'm actually going to check that out when it comes to... I, I haven't seen it either. I, I was basically... The the whole movie was told to me. Um, and it just it just made me not even want to. Uh, I still want to give it a chance because people said that uh, Multiverse of Madness was bad and I thought it was pretty good. I'm going to watch that one. Already. I, that was an opening night for me. That was a good movie to me. Like, so yeah, I give it I like I, I give it all the chance. Like I know that a lot of these, 
I know a lot of these movies and the TV series only go so much off of the comic book series. Like people were mad at Miss Marvel, for instance, right? But Miss Marvel is actually based off of the twenty the twenty thirteen edition of of Miss Marvel. I never even watched Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is actually pretty good. I I enjoyed it for what it's worth. That's why I let slip through the cracks. Forgot all about that one. See, but I don't hear about people talking about Moon Knight. Moon Knight is really good. Moon um, Knight was dope. I, I didn't finish the last episode. I got up to the last. I forgot what I was doing. Um, yeah, it, was something that, it was something that came out. It was something that came out that I watched, and then Stranger Things came out. And then that kind of just, yeah. I, I forgot all about Moon Knight. So I, I'm going to, I got to, I'll watch that episode tonight. Because it was good. It was a really good series. Like you said, the more serious of, of, of the bunch. Uh, I think the one that I struggled with the most to finish was WandaVision. And I think it's because it started off slow. WandaVision started off weird as hell. But it made sense still. Mm-hmm. Especially for the multiverse of madness. Yeah. As a, as, as, as She-Hulk is kind of starting off really slow too. Like extremely fucking slow, like painfully slow. But I mean, it's only like what, six, seven episodes, like every other fucking series anyway, so who really gives a damn? Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm enjoying it. Even, you know, that last episode with uh Meg the Stallion made an appearance. I heard a lot of shit about that. I gotta watch that one. I heard like I heard people it, was mad she was in there shaking her ass. Yeah. Uh it so the only really the only reason it didn't bother me is because I'm not looking at it in a serious tone or a serious light at all whatsoever. That like I'm I'm not a fan of Megan the Stallion. You know, I'm 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 not a fan at all. But you know, when it was happening, I was just like, hmm. All right. Well, it, it didn't. It didn't rub me the right or the wrong way. You know, I'm gonna like, listen back to this because I just said or that Megan Stallion, Meg the Stallion has ass, and I like thought about that as I said it, and I was like, oh man, this was sound really bad. <laughs> but Meg, Meg Stallion got some cheek now. She yeah, got she cheek. Does. She got cheeks. I don't like. She, she I don't give a fuck about her music, but gosh damn, let me tell you. Dog, what? What? Absolutely. Meg the Stallion got cheeks and ass, okay? In, in, in the words, in the words of my boy Frank, she she has more, way more than cheekless ass. She has the entire thing. Yeah. I've I've heard people making an uproar about it. They're like, fuck all that. Like, I've heard people making an uproar about it. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I guess I'd have to watch it. To see like more of the context behind why people were criticizing it, or why certain yeah, people were criticizing it. I've I've seen a couple of I've seen a couple of uh, comments, and some some of the ones that I have peeped are just like you know, why 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 are you why are you people taking it that far? You know what I mean? Like it's 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 not like Meg the Stallion was was in the entire episode. You know just. Uh, jiggling ass all across the screen in every corner of the screen, like it, it wasn't that. It was she, she was in it, quick, boom. 
you know, she had like two parts. She had she she was she did her her ad lib in one scene. It was just quick, fast, pow! There she is. There she goes. And then the like the the post credit scene. It was you know her and she Hulk dropping that ass. That that was it. Well, that was the post credit. Yeah, yeah. The when when her and She Hulk was in there dropping that ass, that with, was that was the post credit. With that scene. context, I would say, who gives a fuck at that point? You don't have to watch post credit. Right, really? That's that's what I'm saying. Like people are, they are taking this way too serious. Like y'all, they're actually taking it to heart. I'm just like, it ain't, it ain't even, it ain't even that deep. It ain't even that deep. Yeah, that's nuts. I, I. Like with that context, I can go into this episode with a with a better with a better vision. Yeah, yeah. It was the Mag Mag the Stallion was was here today, gone tomorrow. Hi and bye. Maybe we'll probably won't see her again. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, it, it was unless it was unless, unless she's a superhero. Yeah, uh, I, th- I, I think um, see, I I think she is gonna be um. She's not going to be a JoJo stand, but they're gonna base a stand off of her character. They're gonna base a character off off of Meg the Stallion. I don't know how I feel about that one. Meg the Stallion I mean, is good to look at. I wouldn't trust her to save me for a fight. I would trust her to save me as much as I would trust a baby to run me a fucking bath. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, that's 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 what I heard. I heard she's gonna be. They're they're gonna make a stand from her character. From, from you know who she is. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but all right. So anything I, I else? Think, huh? I said what? Go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say I I went. You you know how I felt about Meg Thee Stallion um, in this anime world. I always thought she was a gimmick. Yeah, because that was one of the things that she brought out that she liked anime, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, see, and that's I that, always thought that was a money. Oh girl. man, see, that's the elitist. That's that elitist mentality too. Because, like, when you look at it, well, I can't tell you whether or not she likes it. Like, it, it's one of those deals where it's like, man, it's when celebrity when celebrities come out, it's very hard to remember that they're human because we put so much fucking emphasis on their lives. You're absolutely right. So, like, if you think of it of a lens of she's a celebrity, then yeah, then I'll look at it as as a gimmick. But if you look at it as like from a human standpoint, then I'm like, I'm not really sure if that's true or not. I'd have to actually talk to her or anybody else that would say that for that matter to to figure that out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. That's that's one hell of a way to look at it, man. Good way to look at it, because we do forget, you know, a lot of these celebrities are are human, and um, I I really hate to use this reference because it was born the hell out, but you know the the whole uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock thing. Oh God, <laughs> I, I I hate to use that reference. This has just been this shit drug into the mud, boy. But you know. Even months I, later, right? My, my take on it is that that slap wasn't meant for Chris Rock. Like Chris Rock was just meant to take it, but I think that slap was 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 catered to the world. Like you know, because they they like bro, they Will Smith has been the brunt of everybody's jokes for like 
a solid two years. You know, it, it just no matter how you carry on, no matter how he did his thing, everybody was just you know was talking about him, talking about his family, this and that, this and that. You just and there, there's a point that you you reach and you're just tired of everybody talking. And I think Chris Rock saying that, saying what he said was just the straw that broke the camel's back. I think they all look like clowns personally. Huh? I think they all look like clowns personally. Yeah, yeah. Like, the way, I mean, like, I could look at it from, like, both sides. Like, the way Will Smith handled that situation, yeah, that was bad. But the way Chris Rock told that joke, he looked like he was shucking and driving. <laughs> Shucking and jiving, boy. What he looked like throughout the whole fucking deal. Every time he tells a joke now, that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, it doesn't feel like the same Chris Rock is like back in the day. And you know, people are meant to change. But like, if you look at it from a human standpoint, they all look like clowns. Jada looked like a clown, Will looked like a clown, and Chris looked like a fucking clown. Mm -hmm. They look fucking stupid. And at the end of the day, I don't. I don't think it's um to 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 tag with you on your line. I don't. I don't think it's more so like you know them changing. I I think a lot of it has to do with people conforming to the way society is now. And really, you have no choice. If you want to stay in your your positive image, then you you gotta conform. If Chris if Chris conformed, he would never be. In, he he wouldn't be a factor. He would have never gotten a tambourine. He would never mm-hmm. do stand up ever again. Right. Chris, so you, uh, Chris, in that sense, you have to conform. Chris doesn't have to conform because he's he's on the level of Dave Chappelle. If that was the case, I would that, actually like to. I, I I can't even I can't even tag with you on that because I, I don't. Dave Dave Chappelle has gone through the fire and flames. We we know that we what we've seen it. There there's no canceling Dave Chappelle. That's that's it. But Chris Rock hasn't been on that chopping block, so I can't even I can't even tag which doing that line. Uh, I don't know if he has or hasn't. He he got quite a bit of criticism for that tambourine, for the tambourine uh, uh, stand up he did. I just, I don't even I don't even know about that one. It's on Netflix. I think I'm, it, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Chris Rock. Like he I I don't check for him for comedy. See, I'm I'm not. He doesn't either. do it. I'm not I'm not a fan of his either. But it's not to say that he's not funny to me either. Like Right, right. Yeah, I'm no I'm not I'm not saying that. He's no. he's a comedic legend. He's just not one of my favorite comedians. There you go. But I don't know. They all look like clowns to me. And so at the end of the day, while people are talking about what Will Smith did was wrong, even then, like if 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 you get mad at Chappelle for telling jokes, right? then shouldn't that be all the way around? Yes, it should. So then we only get mad at certain people for telling certain jokes about certain people. Fuck the other people. I'm not getting into this. It's not what my fucking brand is about. Fuck. Um, I, I just wanted to make that an example. That's fair. I mean, yeah, they're human. They're all human at the end of the day. So if like Meg the Stallion says she liked anime back then, and it's just like, who am I to say anything about it? If she does, she does. 
But then, right. but then on the flip side of that, then you have people like Soldier Boy who try to make fucking consoles too. I'm not the dingy What is it? He, he tried an album. He tried. And failed. He, yeah, yeah. He did all of that. Because nobody wanted to buy that. And the way that he talked to the community, like who who would want to buy that after you talked to the community the way that you did? I still don't even know what that console did. It did. Uh, it was a lot of uh, a lot of emulators on there, about eight hundred games. And Nintendo, because a lot of them were Nintendo games, that's what caused uh, Nintendo to go out and. Uh, any, they basically trolled Soldier Boy, and they 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 took his page and put a link to their site on there. Damn! When Nintendo goes hard, they go fucking hard. And you got to watch out for the Nintendos because them motherfuckers are out watching everything that a motherfucker does with the Nintendo brand. So if you so much as make a fucking copy of that game of their games they're gonna be out for you yeah yeah they, i mean they they, they, they shut down they show up and shut it down when they need to straight up so yeah that's a very interesting episode very 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 uh insightful uh Do you have anything else that you want to plug yourself? Well, no, I don't. I don't have anything. But I will say, you know, what I'm saying I have enjoyed myself on the Amicast. You know what I mean? I appreciate you having me on here, man. Uh, to to the listeners out there, um, you know, you can find me on, on Twitch, the Chocolate Geek. That's D A, Chocolate and Geek, baby. Okay. You can find me on Twitch. You can find me on Instagram, Kid Mesh. You know what I mean? And that, that, that's as far as I go because I don't need my whole life. That, that's how right? that's how he spells everything, by the way. He spells the first two <laughs> letters and then ends the ends with the phrase. Yeah, that's how we roll, baby. Uh and <laughs> Here's an announcement because I have made I have put a lot of thought into this. I will be dropping an episode every Monday, not just not just every other Monday now because uh, I want to keep this circulating. Um, I want to get Truview on here. I want to get both of them on there. But you got Richard's number and stuff, or you got his contact? I do not. I I do have their page information okay i mean I, if, if you want i i can i can plug you i'll uh, uh, put a bug in their ear and let them know to hit you up or you hit them up however it works yeah we'll talk about that afterwards but yeah y'all can follow me on any of the platforms that you see in the description in in the content that you have uh i keep forgetting to put the twitter up uh so that y'all can interact with me on some of the things that we talked about. I think I've only put it in once and I think that was in episode seven. So if you have, if you're, if you're listening to this, uh, on Spotify or on, uh, on Apple, 
uh, you should have it in the description and how to find me there for Twitter, for YouTube. Uh, I will post it there for especially, I think I've been posting it on the YouTube videos. I can't remember, but, uh, I want to thank my guest, young mesh for being here. Uh, thank you for having me, man. Indeed. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, and I will see you all starting next week. And before I end this, because I always end this like this, always, always, you all have a good week. Don't work too hard, but if you work too hard, make sure you're getting paid to do it. Y'all have a good one. Drink your water and mind your business.